0: Thank you for joining me on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Today we have a clip from a conversation that I had with a good friend of mine about passive investing versus active investing. And we'll get into this in the episode, but really I want to kind of break this down because as active investors, we really need to do some research and studying. And then as I've said so many times before, it's impossible to steer a parked car. So you have to get some knowledge, you have to get some information, but then you just have to really start investing as an active investor. And my, I guess, encouragement or wisdom or advice would be just kind of pick a lane, go into single family, go into storage, go into, you know, multifamily, go into op, whatever it is, pick a lane, do some investing around it, study as much as you can and learn as much as you can about it as an active investor. You, you're going to get spread pretty thin if you you know try to do too many different things at once and you probably only have so much resource and you're going to end up tapping your financing. Um, banks want to know that you're an expert in a certain area. And so you're only going to get so far if you don't kind of, again, pick an asset class, pick a lane and go for it. Now, as a passive investor, I believe this to be a little bit different because you're vetting two different things. I recorded an episode recently on the five Ps and you can go back and listen to that. But for context and conversation today, you really need to be looking at, you know, the asset class, um, the market, and the operator themselves. And so we'll just kind of assume that you've got the market figured out. Um, And honestly, if you pick a good operator, Um, and they've done their job, then they probably have picked out the market, and so maybe that's not as big of an issue for you. But as a passive investor, you really have to do just that. You have to do enough homework to understand the asset class that you're investing in, and you have to do enough homework on the operator to know that they're good, and then really just do your due diligence on that. And I think a lot of times people begin to confuse the difference between active and passive. And we tend to not really honestly want to be passive investors. We want to be actively involved in it. And at the end of the day, you have to really choose one or the other. As a passive investor, I can only be so involved in the deal. Let's get into the episode. But quickly before that, if you are interested in passive investments, text me the word passive to 480 531 7519. We've got a super amazing. Um, Income fund, it's a debt deal right now in the manufactured housing space, 12 months at 12% interest, pretty great returns, a pretty great time period. Um, It's kind of hard to beat right now. So again, if you're interested in passive investments, text me the word passive to 480-531-7519, or you can go to www.wavemarkcapital.com and check out the offering docs there. Let's get into the episode. True success and happiness are all about freedom, and here's your roadmap on how to find freedom on your own terms. Welcome to the Investing for Freedom podcast. Here's your host, Mike Ayala. I have to have a level of understanding um, for me to get comfortable investing in a in in a new asset class. And here's an example: I've got zero, I've got zero experience when it comes to self storage. None. Um, I've Built self storage for other people. Um, I've analyzed self storage as a potential acquisition myself back in the day when, you know, when I was gonna when I was buying real estate. But I don't really, I don't understand the operations. I don't understand what it would take to be successful in it. Um, again, we're back to real estate. But I think when when we when we start talking about other asset classes like business or whatever, I just have to know the operator and I have to understand it enough. I think there's a point where we have to be good passive investors. And what does a passive investor do? They vet the operator. They understand enough about the asset class to give that operator their money and then be a passive investor. Um, and I think there's a, I think there's a lot of people that think they want to be passive investors that a GP will probably actually never let you invest in a deal ever again. Um, Because you don't actually want to be a passive investor. You want to be a GP or you want to be an operator. So I will invest in other asset classes, businesses, um, oil and gas. I, I'm looking at a... There's a guy that I was on his podcast that he's got some preferred investments in SpaceX. I'm curious. Like, I'm interested. But I don't understand it, man. Like, do I want some access to like moonshot stuff? Sure, but I still have to have some level of understanding around it. When it comes to like SpaceX or Bitcoin or, you know, investing in some crypto mining fund or whatever, I have some exposure to Bitcoin, but it's not exposure that's going to like, you know, impact me. I I sleep at night, whether Bitcoin's at, you know, 60,000 or 18,000. There's two things that I'm fully convinced of. Um, real estate will perform well over time. And then there are businesses. I'm just going to say this. Like, I actually think that the opportunity that we had in real estate the last 10 or 12 years is not going to be as great the next 10 or 12 years. There's no. still going to be great opportunities. Sure. But I think, I think the opportunity that we had the last 10 years, we now have in small businesses in America. And I come from the plumbing and HVAC industry. We may have talked about this before, but as soon as I get some, stuff off my plate in the mobile home park space, I'm going to put a fund together and start buying HVAC companies because that's what I know. And I think the opportunity um, in America is in these businesses that, you know, an entire generation of entrepreneurs that started these boring businesses. If you think about the millionaire next door, like the, the majority of millionaires are plumbers, they're bakery owners. There are people that have these like boring businesses that people need. And so when I think of this from a macro, back to your question, when I think about things from a macroeconomic perspective, I know there's a ton of AI and tech and software and all kinds of stuff that I can invest in, but I'm probably not going to because I don't understand it and I don't really want to. But when I think about things from a macro perspective, man, at the end of the day, people are always going to need air conditioning. They're always going to need heating. They're always going to need Pest control. They're always going to need landscaping. So I I just I keep it simple, man. What are the things that people are going to need forever? Even in the real estate side, the reason why I love manufactured housing, it's affordable housing. People need affordable housing. It's not going anywhere. So I try to take the macro and just condense it down to like what do I know people are going to need and buy? If you've found value in this episode and you know someone who's wanting to start or move further along in their journey toward investing for freedom.